This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This Rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the Survive This System is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out the these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, before we get started, I got a voicemail from John Allen Large of the Red Dice Diaries. Go ahead, John. Hey there, Glenn. It's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Just listening to your Where's the Time episode. And I've got to say, I sympathize, dude. There never seems to be enough time to play all the games you want to play. I mean, I run a bi-weekly OSE campaign. I play in a weekly Burning Wheel game. And at the minute, I'm sort of playing an occasional drop-in, drop-out OSE, sort of, I suppose, West Marches style game. And... I find that difficult to manage and like I, I was running two games but I had to cut it down to one. But still every now and again I get that sort of urge where I I like look at all these games coming out and I'm like, Oh, do you know what? I could probably fit another campaign in and I have to sort of stop myself and I'm like, We've been down this road before, John. You'll fit it in for a bit and then it'll start getting too much and you'll have to like trim it down again. And in fact, this cycle of sort of running too many games, trimming it down, then thinking, oh, I could fit in a few more games, running more games, then having to trim it down, has happened so often that myself and a friend often joke about it. Whenever we see a new game, we're like, we're like oh yeah, how many weeks is it going to be before we start getting that strange delusion that we can crowbar another campaign into our limited time? So you're definitely not the only one who suffers from that, dude. Anyway, just wanted to call in and let you know that, yeah sympathize dude anyway i'm gonna get back to listening to the episode very much enjoying it take care i'll catch you soon thank you john i appreciate that yeah um been there around too many times and it doesn't help it compound the fact that compounds is the fact that both you and i do review games sometimes and they send to send us stuff and sometimes you get hooked on them you really do i'm doing that right now with that uh once a month, Fantastic Heroes and Witchery game. I reviewed this oh, a year or two ago, and we needed. They wanted me to run again, and I looked at that and I go, I want to really try this. This looks like neat. This looks neat, and so I'm running that. And now I've got two other games coming out. You know, we've got the Hyperborea. I told them after when Hyperborea Third Edition comes out, we're switching. So they're getting ready for that. But that's easy. But yeah, thanks for thanks for letting me know that I am not alone. <laughs> and thanks for the email, John. I want to touch on something that is one of my, I'm not going to say hard and fast rules, but I do keep a monitor on it when I'm, when I'm running a game. And the fact 
the the concept of and this should be basic this should be like a no-brainer but you know you got to say it sometimes a player decides what their pc does not other players not the game master okay that's the whole thing because i've been in games where people try and tell other people how to how their character should act especially in the middle of combat I mean, I, I'm not a firm hand on this, but I know when to, you know, put my foot down as a game master and say, okay, no, he's not going to do that because he doesn't have a chance to do that or something. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell a guy how to run his character. I'm just going to, it's like, if you're in the middle of a battle with another guy, there are two, two three other people. And it comes up to the guy's turn. Okay, Joe, it's your turn. And Joe hems and haws and doesn't know what to do. You know, that's a whole other thing. Okay, fine. We'll skip Joe for now or whatever. However you want to handle it. And what happens sometimes is people, you know, maybe Joe does have an idea what he wants to do. Okay, yeah, I want to run over here and swing my sword. And they got other people saying, no, you really should do this. You really should do that. Why don't you wait until I do this? And some of this I will tolerate, some of it I won't. Because it's it's one of those things, like you're in the middle of battle. How are you going to tell him tactics? Because it's, I, I would, as a GM, I would say, are you fighting next to him? No. Oh, you are? And you're telling him this. I don't believe it. Uh, the point is that in the heat of battle, if you've got some idea you're going to do, or maybe you have some routine you already worked out or something like that, that's when you decide to, you know, I would kind of allow that. But if people are going to sit around and have a table discussion about what Joe should do, uh-uh, no, 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 no. That is not good. Joe decides what Joe does. If Joe wants to see something and wants to delay his action till somebody else goes, that's one thing. You know, trying to decide by via group, you no, but you should not have any input into what Joe does unless Joe lets you. And even then, you know, you're in the middle of battle. I've seen the thing where. The GM goes around the table. What are you going to do? 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 And then he goes around the the op, you know, the other way, saying, "Okay, do it, do it, do it, do it." That's okay. That that'll work for some people, but it doesn't work for me. To me, that's just you know more effort. To me, everybody rolls a d6, including me, for all the bad guys, and I just count down six, five, four, three, you know, and you say. You know, you say fours, all fours. I'm a four. Okay, go ahead. That kind of thing. That's how I do initiative. Enough of this. Okay, I got to write down their initiative, see who goes when, and then tell them. No, they're supposed to know when to go. You just roll it and just count down on the on the die. That's what you do, as far as I'm concerned. But as far as like player knowledge and all that during a battle, no, I, I there's a lot of times where I just will not put up with that. And I, and I can remember one player who was bad at that, who was bad at telling other people what they should do, in the, especially in the middle of combat. 
and he's been called out at several times. He ends up he ended up getting kicked out of the group, but he ended up telling, trying to, and he even annoyed other players. One of the other guys says, "Hey, let him do what he wants to do. You know, you're busy, okay? Let him do what he wants to do." And he was absolutely right. And like I said, he wouldn't stop doing that. And the guy ended up getting booted out of the group. That, and he kept looking behind my GM screen, which I didn't appreciate, because he always seemed to sit right next to me. But anyway, that's another story. But like I said, players decide what they do, which means they should decide to do it quick. I'm not going to get into that. That's for another episode. But And I probably already covered it in a previous episode, so I may revisit it later. Anyway, I just want to get that off my chest. And that's the way it should do. That's the way to do to do. Whatever. All right. Well, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about anything, this or anything else, oldmangrogner at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. If you want to do a single donation, go over to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrogner. Thank you very much if you do that. I like to thank these people who give me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Also, if you want to hear some good podcasts out there, there's Dan Griggs, the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung, Grognar podcast. Mark C. Wallring's the Yawning Albear podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps podcast. <laughs> Daniel Norton at Bandit's Keep podcast. Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest podcast. My big John Allen Large with the Red Dice Diaries and my friend Eric Tinker's Tavern Chats. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.